0: for guys who know sports, Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan.
1: All righty, good afternoon and welcome a minute after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Tony Kirk here on the Fan 107.9. We welcome you to uh, our second uh, performance of the day.
2: That's true. We were in here That's this right. morning. seems like just a little while ago we were in here.
1: This is three and 24 hours. It's too many. It's
2: funny. You don't get to enjoy this as much as I do. But oh, no, I, I do. I'm leaving out in the morning. Yeah. The day shift's coming in. Yeah. The worker bees, the people who run this joint. Yeah, all yeah, right. And when we come in in the afternoon, they're exiting. They're they're leaving out.
1: Their day's done.
2: Yeah. So uh, it's always frictional. It's some it's frictional? Yes. Yeah, some are going, some are coming. It's in, it's out. It's all that. They're all... No. That's the world I live in, buddy. Friction.
1: You live in a frictional world. Yeah.
2: In and out, my friend. Really? That's how it is.
1: I don't know if I like the sound of that.
2: I'm just telling you. Now, I got to give you a report of my new gig.
1: By the way, Zach Fisher's going to join us 5:30 ah, this yes. afternoon. I need to throw that out there for. That's a
2: very important.
1: Anybody that's uh, tuning in yes. loves some golf. Loves Texarkana.
2: And if you just want a fishing show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I need to get him and me and uh, and Fowler in and do a Z three. Oh, Z three. Oh, okay. Or Z cubed.
2: Surprised you didn't have him on last week when I was gone. Who? Zach. Which one? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah what's your update on whatever crazy oh, when well, i get
2: i get back to the house i'm having some work done i got a guy painting the house and uh Has he got any uh spare paint probably
1: i need a little bit of uh inside or outside
2: he's doing exterior
1: that's what i need
2: well i don't remember your house looking the same as mine but hey he's probably got some what color are you using i don't know i don't beige you, you think yeah blue yeah, yeah green beige. beige let's go with beige, beige. i can take beige uh, okay We'll see what's left. <laughs> He's got any left. My house will be the first priority here. But anyway, uh, oh, wow. he came in. And I, I, he said, where you been? I said, I'm getting back from work. Yeah. And he said, well, I thought you were working the afternoon. You were leaving? Out. I said, I work an hour in the morning. He said, what kind of job you got? For you working an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon? <laughs> and I told him. I said, I. You're a celebrity. No, 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 no. Do not say With being a celebrity I thought you said Celebrity No, no, I said I got a radio show And he said I need a radio show To talk about fishing He's he's a big fisherman Really? Yeah The other day When he was bidding the job He showed me a bunch Of of, uh, photographs He takes You know Now nobody uh, worries about uh, Fish They have your phone with You just take a picture When you catch a big one
1: Yeah, you don't Mount them anymore You just take a picture Here it is Put it up in your face Yeah, that's all you do now That's it It's a different world Taxidermers in trouble
2: Yeah, I agree now, you, in fact, it's a lot cheaper now. Just to order a replica. A replica? Yeah. You fish. can order. You can take a picture and send it off to this place for little or nothing. it will make you a replica
1: of what? The fish. No, no, no. Well, it, it's made of what?
2: I don't know. It's
1: not a fish.
2: No, it's a replica.
1: I don't know if I like that. Although I don't really want a fish hanging on my wall either. See, I'll but say but I don't want But I don't want a faux fish.
2: <laughs> And the beauty of it is, if you push a button on it, <laughs> <Does> it sing. <laughs> it sings. <laughs> really? So, uh, yeah, that I probably do. You get
1: that going for That's, you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pick the tune? Does it no, where it wants to?
2: It's just an annoying one, <laughs> over and over again.
1: No, see, I, I don't get. I don't get that. No, okay. You don't so get the, the button. But so, <laughs> so they'll make the faux fish. Faux fish. Will they make other faux? prizes that you would have shot a deer for instance will they make you a faux deer head a mounted deer
2: well i was out in west texas last week and there's a wood carver out there i
1: don't he want to a... i'm just wondering if your faux fish guys do other faux stuff <laughs>
2: <laughs> i just told you the guy no, would car- well- not it's a a I don't, I'm
1: going to hang a wooden deer head on my wall. That looks Why stupid. Not? That's not faux. That's wood. People got like that.
2: Some, some hair on that's it.
1: A, that's not a real deer. You got a wood oh, carving hanging from that. Nobody hangs a wood if, carving uh, of a deer. If
2: I'm falling soccer around all day, I could get enough hair to glue <laughs> yeah. Where are you get a black and white deer out of?
1: <laughs> go to the back of my car. I got enough golden retriever hair yeah. to make two deer. See, there you go make a moose out of what's back there
2: i'm just telling you
1: i don't know if i like this so they make a faux fish but not the other stuff I guess you don't know
2: i don't know i'll ask my fishing buddy my painter
1: we gotta get him a show what's his name just first
2: name james nah, that doesn't work that doesn't work but a fisherman named James doesn't work. Uh, it's been done before. It's cliche. He
1: it needs a cool name like Cleon or something. You say so. James has been done. People go, oh, yeah, okay.
2: i just saying. All right. Can't argue with that type of thing. Right? Yeah. Anyways, I'll say it before you get me derailed here.
1: I didn't derail you.
2: I, I've got this new gig now because I'm not just a morning and afternoon guy. I, I've got.
1: You're, you're the day guy, too? I am. Shoot.
2: last two days I've gone over to uh, to uh, start my uh, work on the uh, Texas High Beat. Yeah. And so yesterday so I was.
1: Are, are you Tiger Beat? Is that what you are? I am. I am. <laughs> Donnie
2: pictures? Uh, in there. Scott Bayo. <laughs>
1: Nice, so, Sean Cassidy returns. There
2: he is. <laughs> yeah. but, okay. um, yesterday I went over to see Coach Stanford, who you had on last week in my absence.
1: Yeah, which by the way, I had him on. You get caps. I don't know how that worked. Uh, that's, that's crap. because is. What you're that not is. on the beat. Yeah, <laughs> the you're bigger a beat. I know. I'm not on the t- beat. Beat. Uh-huh.
2: That's what you are. <laughs> but, Whatever. Today, I was over at uh, Melissa Trotter-Hardy's office. Oh. I just want to say this after two days of doing this. I don't like having to go to their office. Well, here, people typically... They come to us. us. Yeah. Or worse it comes worse, we pick up the phone and call them. That's how we do it. You got to go into their office. It's their home court.
1: It's a little intimidating. Well. Stanford's got that big desk. Yeah. He's got the big office with the big desk. You're a long way away. Oh, you, feel, you feel like you're yelling. It's got a great view. Oh, yeah. But you feel like you're yelling to try yeah. to get them to hear yeah, you. Yeah,
2: because you're on the other side. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's he's got home field advantage, yeah. no question.
2: Now, Coach Trotter doesn't have quite the same digs. I wouldn't think. As Coach Stafford. But nonetheless, I was in her office today. Who's and, scarier? I don't know. They Both are very friendly. Well, not, what are you
1: grousing about?
2: Well, it's just the uncomfort of being on their turf.
1: Why don't you make it your turf?
2: This is when they, folks come in here, we've got the advantage. This is our turf.
1: Yeah, they're always nervous coming in here. Yeah, people
2: come in here, oh what do I do with this yeah, thing? What's a true. microphone to speak? <laughs> <laughs> it's not brain surgery, it's radio. It's about the furthest thing from brain You well, we should surgery. put
1: a scalpel in here with a <laughs> with a fake brain. Get your faux fish guy to make a faux brain. <laughs> Yeah, see what he does. What do I do with that? It's it's a brain. It's surgery. he probably brain me, surgery.
2: well, you need another full brain. Okay. <laughs> well, you God's not enough.
1: <laughs> I need number three info. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, but either way, it's, it's a little unsettling going to their place. But they were nice. They were both very nice. Did Hardy give you anything? What do you mean, give me anything? Oh, Stanford gave you caps. No, 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 no. Knee pads or something? No, got nothing. No oh, like spare
1: set of knee pads floating around. No, 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 because they were the bird legs of yours. I'm <laughs> sure they've got some freshman girls that are probably.
2: Those girls were practicing. All those are sweaty. I don't. <laughs> That's the last thing I need. <laughs> By sweaty. the way, no, uh-oh. Coach, uh oh, Coach Holland was there. Uh, oh yes, we know her as Robin Cook, but she's Robin Holland now since she's married and had kids and this all that. it's Been a
1: while too. I mean, it's not like this is new.
2: And it's her birthday this week need to wish her a happy birthday. Her birthday this week. She has a whole week
1: for a birthday?
2: It's her birthday this week. Most of
1: us get a day.
2: But it's it's a significant one. We won't say what number. She's 40? No, 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 no. <laughs> Careful, careful. But I did say to her, she looks the same today. It's the first time I ever met her. So
1: she looked 40 when she was 15?
2: No. What? She just has an age. You know, some people don't age. And Coach Holland, and now she's one of those fitness... Oh, yes, but she looks the same as when I first yeah, met her.
1: Her Mother does too.
2: Yes, well, I agree. This that Joyce has Joyce has looks the same as thirty years as when I first met her. Yeah. Yes, so they got good, uh, good genes in that yeah, family. Yeah, they got a good gene thing. But anyway, uh, yeah. I was, uh, and but Coach Holland kind of reached up to hug me today, and, and oh, I wouldn't let her. Uh, that's what I said. No. I said I don't think we're no. hugging. No, you know I'm not a hugger anyway. No, right? I am. I know you're not a
1: hugger, but she'd crush you. Oh, yeah. She works out. Yeah. She'll yeah. break something.
2: As I am, at this point, no. <laughs> Those yeah.
1: ribs are going to go. They'll yeah. snap fast.
2: You know, she was my one time broadcast partner. I know this. Yeah. And one of my two uh, broadcast of volleyball that I did. Yes. And it wasn't any, it was state championship. Game. It, yeah, it
1: was yeah. big time. The whole yeah. state was listening.
2: Well, I wouldn't say
1: that. <laughs> but, All right, a bunch of Grovers were.
2: Well, yes, it was a bunch of Grovers. And yeah. Uh, then, um, Coach Holland was, uh, I think, still Cook at that point, and she and I did a broadcast together. Kirk Remember and that? Cook, yeah, Kirk and Cook, yeah. But uh, either way, it was good to see her and catch up and okay. uh, wish her a happy birthday. I can't believe you threw a number out there. Well,
1: I didn't know it was right or not. I'm just Six throwing
2: on the number
1: on the Ordy Yeah,
2: because <laughs> yeah, I said something about it in front of some of her players. She's like, "Nix that conversation." So she's thirty. Yeah. yes <laughs> Yes.
1: I'm about to do 60 what's the difference yeah. at this stage does it matter
2: not at our it's stage
1: another but, year but at that stage nah, I think it still matters it but
2: either way matter. she looks the same as yeah, when, when we well, a kid I look
1: the same too though
2: unfortunately a I know <laughs> right
1: <laughs> For the last 30 years, I've As looked this There's a man way. who
2: painted his beard this afternoon. <laughs> just say, <laughs> I do not. How
1: sad is that? All right, we got to take a break. It's about 12 after 5. Zach Fisher coming up on the uh, show on the bottom of the hour. Hey, by the way, tomorrow we'll have a guest back in studio. It's Atlanta's Tyler Morton going to join us tomorrow at You're 5.30. You're just a
2: busy booking guy, aren't you? I'm
1: booking.com, baby. You are. That's how I am. Somebody's got to do that around here. I know you're really busy on Tiger Beat, so somebody's got to do the (laughs) booking of guests here. Just
2: because you don't have the beat.
1: Mm -hmm, That's right. Whatever. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. You stick around. Here on the fan, 1079, back in a little bit. Welcome back. I like the whole... I uh, to go through before I jump in there. Yeah, I love it, too. Fourteen and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the Fan
2: 107.9. After dedicating a whole segment to Jordan Angel this morning, he's now telling us that, uh, that things get messy at 7 o'clock tonight on Apple TV.
1: See, I can only focus on one kind of soccer at a time.
2: Oh, so you can't?
1: I can't... I can't focus on American soccer with messy playing I, I can't you know it's women locked in on the women's national right. team right now right. which by the way
2: 4 a.m sunday programming note you can get up and watch it's that when form. they play yeah
1: i'm afraid it's going to end for them then okay i think there is us. we got sweden
2: don't we the swedes that's a long rival it is oh yeah big rival u.s women in the swedes
1: i think the swedes are gonna smack us around
2: I'm disappointed. So I, many things I could say. I'm, disapp- <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: disappointed in this. And yeah. I know you can't win every year, and I yeah, I get that. There's coaching faux pas going on, lineup changes that aren't good. rapino's not shown up and played well. She's old. She, well, I know she's old, but she's not playing well. There, there are very few that are playing well, and I think a lot of it's going to start coming down. Uh, well,
2: they've got a mixture of some a little too long in tooth and some a little green. And, you know, they and had a, a very cohesive unit the last couple World Cups. Yes, and they have. People in their prime. Abby was in her prime. Hmm.
1: Well, they may have gotten some help with all these uh, Cinderella's. Hope would just beat you up. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talk about smacking somebody around. <laughs> That's Hope right there, Hope Solo.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I'm just saying, they may be missing a little of that uh, grit. Well, they can yeah. <laughs> – whatever.
1: Anyway, I am I don't even I don't want to get up Sunday and watch it. I'm just going to be. You should get up 4 a.m. Dis- Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'll be up, I'm sure, but I don't know if I want to. 4 a.m.? I'm up in all hours. Some kid sent me an email this week about uh, uh, needing a letter of recommendation for college. I think it was 3.55 when I checked my email and said, sure, no problem. He's probably freaking out, out going, no, I didn't do it then. But I said, yeah, I'd do it. No. But I'm up all hours. I never sleep.
2: Sorry to hear that, because I sleep good at night. (laughs) Oh, I don't. I never sleep good.
1: Anyway, uh, this morning we were actually uh, talking about uh, the uh, college football landscape changing. Thank you, Colorado. I'll tell you what, in in the uh, 10 hours or so since we were on the air this morning, Florida State has now jumped into the fray. They're saying... They can't live with the arrangement that they have in the ACC. They're looking okay, for an escape. Got a
2: huge buyout. One
1: hundred and fifty, is it? Twenty? Like One twenty maybe?
2: Yeah. Hundred and
1: twenty million dollar buyout that, to get out of the ACC. That's
2: where the Big Twelve, the lost odds when he was a uh, quasi commissioner of the Big Twelve screwed up a decade ago when the Big Twelve had a chance to get Florida State. That would have been a huge addition for the Big 12 post Aggies leaving, uh, post Nebraska, those guys leaving. They had a chance at Florida State. And there was some flirtation. Florida State wanted to come. And DeLaw said, eh, we really don't need you. Mm. Which was a huge mistake by the lost Dodds. Um, and at that point, the ACC locked them down. They said, well,
1: they locked everybody down.
2: They said, okay, from now on, if anybody leaves, here's what it's going to cost. And a couple of years later when the Big Twelve came to their senses and the laws got put out to pasture, it was too late. It's too big a buyout. Right. So where's Florida State going to go? There's only one conference that would make any sense for them. That's it. That's the SEC. SEC. Yeah.
1: Why wouldn't you? But you know, you gotta we, now that now that we're in a place where A and M in Texas are going to be in the conference together. The old argument about well, Florida's not going to let Florida State in because you don't. That's that's not going to wash anymore. And, and so I can't imagine that Florida has the wherewithal to be able to block Florida State getting in. They're not even really. No, I don't think they are. You don't
2: think they're one of the blue bloods of the SEC?
1: I think they may still be a blue blood, but don't have as much influence I think as they used to have.
2: I think they still got a bunch of influence. I think you've added
1: a, I think you've added an A&M and a this, Texas and an Oklahoma in this conversation. When
2: you when you talk about Arkansas and A&M not being able to stop Oklahoma and Texas from coming in. Yeah. They weren't SEC schools. These are Johnny come lately SEC schools, Arkansas. Oh, and when you say in the South about the old guard Florida's the old guard. I get all that. I get I all think that. they can block Florida State. But, but
1: I think the new there's enough of the new guard teams in there now that I think they diminish the impact of some of the old guard. Missouri and Arkansas and AM and Texas and and OU all being added in are votes that don't care about the old guard anymore. They're gonna care about what's this gonna do for our bottom line what's Florida State's addition going to do to our check we're going to get from the from the television network? Well,
2: there you're barking up the right tree. Yeah. It'll be the television network sure. that will say yay or nay to Florida State.
1: And why would they say nay?
2: I don't think they need them.
1: Well, I don't think they need them, but I think at some point in time, uh, the ACC is going to be the one conference that's going to be in a bad spot as all of this is redone. The Big Ten – which are flirting again with a Pac-10 scraps. The SEC, which seems to be in a great place with the two new guys coming in next year in OU in Texas. The Big 12 is still, I think, flirting around and are probably going to move at least one more in and yeah, maybe as like, many as three more in. Well,
2: you know, I think Arizona's serious with their flirtation.
1: I think they all are.
2: And Arizona makes a lot of sense. Yes. For the Big 12.
1: Now the question is, do you leave Arizona State behind?
2: Yeah. Their, their brand, Frank Cush has been gone how many years? A long time. A hundred. Not a hundred, but Have a long time. Have been rolling in college no. football since Frank Cush? No, but not college
1: football. But still, there's there's a thing in the state where you leave one and diminish the other one so badly. So It's not like our A&M left and Texas was diminished. No. They weren't because they were the king of the but conference.
2: Texas leaving has severely diminished tech. Yes, and That's what's going to happen with Arizona and Arizona State. They're going to leave State behind. Arizona's going to move into the Big 12. They're going to be playing more primetime games. Yes. Fewer late night. Yes. And the Big 12 kind of likes the idea of going head-to-head with the Pac-12. They think if they send someone out to Arizona or Colorado that they can hold a TV audience better than what's being played on the far west coast.
1: Well, uh, if if we were going to – put down money right now if this goes where it feels like it's going there won't be a Pac-12 the Pac-12 what it's what's going to be the Pac-12 in two years is probably not going to have Oregon and not going to have Washington and not going to have Arizona we know they're going to lose Colorado we know they're using USC and, and UCLA what do you have left Stanford Cal Arizona State Utah Washington State what that's not a conference
2: they'll add some spares
1: and they will fresno and Sanctuary. apple and apple will walk away from them they may because there's not enough there to make but it worth add, a while. there's
2: plenty of colleges in the west
1: oh there are lots of colleges but they're not going to do anything for the television revenue no. they're going to try to get they're going to be well, a second-rate I conference. say that
2: they're going to be a second-rate conference but betters like late night action on saturday nights to try to make up Okay. So there will become the home of a betting conference. What does that do for you? How much money
1: are you going to make on that? There's
2: a bunch of guys. How
1: much money are you going to make on that?
2: There's a bunch of guys that try to catch up on Saturday nights.
1: Oh, I'm not saying there aren't some guys who are trying to make some coin on it. The general audience going to watch anything that happens out West? Yeah, to bet. But I mean, anybody? I'm I'm saying the general audience, not the betting audience. Is anybody
2: going to watch that? If I'm Apple, I'm assuming they're gonna allow advertising on these presentations. Oh, you would think. Well, who do you think the advertisers are gonna be? I don't know. DraftKings. Yeah, but they I'm just telling you, there are people
1: There's not enough revenue in that for the conference to split money that matters. For DraftKings only being your advertiser?
2: No, I'm talking about all the gambling sites.
1: No, oh, yeah. That's all you're gonna have is late night football with gambling sites advertising on it?
2: Yeah. No. you and L V in the conference and you're good to go. Well, oh, well that's a uh,
1: <laughs> that's a different conversation.
2: Uh, yeah. let well, well,
1: Iowa State go as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just move them over there. <laughs> well, they already got heads. <laughs> <Remember? laughs> and today they add Iowa. Three guys from Iowa's athletic program have all been charged in the county where the University of Iowa is for God
2: knows what. It's funny these knuckleheads didn't realize all that stuff was traceable.
1: I don't know that they care. I don't really thought about it. I'm doubting they went yeah, I can't figure this out. Other than, like I said, the quarterback this morning whose parents set up his account so they knew there was a little bit of stuff. I'm wondering when the parents are going to get smacked Mm -hmm. on this if they are. Because, in effect, they're aiding and abetting their kid betting on this games should,
2: that he's involved in. This should be the sequel to Rain Man. <laughs> what? Charlie Babbitt sets up an account <laughs> for Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> really?
1: Goes down an escalator he putting money on around, games.
2: Sets up on DraftKings. account <laughs> What? A, Dustin Hoffman. He's but it's still on top of. It.
1: This has to be terrifying college coaches around the country right now. They got to be freaking out. The fact that this. No, the fact that this team lost its quarterback. Who's to say there's not 10 knuckleheads on every college campus and every team who have done something similar?
2: Well, Chuck, we've really marketed gambling to sports fans well yeah we have athletes (laughs) to sports fans (laughs) are we shocked that young people have yeah are susceptible no i'm not not about
1: susceptibility
2: i mean for years we quit letting the cigarette makers have commercials why (laughs) young kids yeah we're susceptible to the marketing of it
1: Advertising on high school games, which we all do. You cannot have adult beverages. You cannot have cigarette, tobacco, vaping. None of that can be in the advertising for those programs.
2: Can you on ESPN's college programming? Yeah, I don't know. I bet you can.
1: I would think you can, since we're basically talking about an audience of adults. So,
2: why are we shocked that advertising works?
1: Uh, I'm shocked because, by the same token, you would have expected that those athletic programs... I've been preaching to these kids since they recruited them or at least since they walked on campus about this will get you booted out.
2: Do they tell them not to do drugs too and tell yeah, them not it's to a little... have sex and be oh, tell
1: them that.
2: Oh, you don't think they warn them about girls and I'm sure they give them the same uh, I doubt it. Spill that they gave uh, Richard Gear and uh, all sort of gentlemen. I, I, I doubt <laughs> it. <laughs> but he his Watch these Deborah wingers out there. They'll, uh, they'll never let them bring the uh, – Yeah, you'll
1: get, you'll get your wings clipped.
2: They'll never let them bring the uh, contraceptive device. No, no, that's right. <laughs> uh,
1: and, and while I'm, I'm, I'm sure that coaches have made some attempt – you know, we, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about the, the issues of Georgia and speeding. Yes, and the fact that the program has said, "I don't know what you do about this. How do you keep once they walk in, you know, into their once they get in their car and they drive away? How can you monitor what they're going to do? We can't police that. I, they've had fatalities, and you know the programs are warning them. You can't do this. This is what happens. But you would have figured they would have made it.
2: You know, it won't be long until they perfectly. They, clear they can fix that.
1: It. They can fix what?
2: Well, that speeding crap." I'm gonna fix that. Electric cars? No, all these cars now know the speed zone. It's oh, shit, the new it's cars. in program. Yeah, they'll just put an electronic governor on those things. It's no, gonna happen to all you're
1: of us. Not who's going to? going to? The government's going to? You're talking the university's going to? The yeah. coach? No, they're not. Yes, the coach it's... is going to put a governor on some kid's car. Did you car, see? We're our... making more money than he's making. Yeah. No, he's not.
2: Yes, yeah, just a matter of time.
1: No, it's not.
2: The nil guy that bought the car is going to say, "I'll agree." to give you a hundred grand or give you a car but i'm gonna put a device on here it's gonna slow you down keep you only five miles above the speed limit
1: and how long is it going to take before the kid figures out there's somebody in town that can get that thing off of there
2: well there's not as many kids that can do that anymore (laughs) and the device will probably tell that they'll say oh somebody's messed with it so it's off uh, oh so
1: brother! Hey,
2: did you see this week where Arkansas's new law now, if you're speeding in a construction zone, even yeah. if there's nobody there, they're putting in cameras. That's supposedly going to uh, get rid of the ones who aren't speeding. Their information, but everybody that's speeding is going to get a ticket in the mail. You're speeding through the. Construction. And
1: they're going to find out it's not going to be constitutional, just like the the cameras on the light posts
2: it is constitutional. light post cameras didn't go away because of that they went away because local communities caught too much crap
1: yeah well the state's gonna get crap too we'll see anyway this is deviated well into traffic law now we're gonna take a break it's about 5 30 i'm gonna get on the phone zach fisher supposed to join us we'll remind you it's live radio which probably means you never know all plans are soft i sent him a text 40 minutes ago but There's no telling sometimes. We're going to work on him next when we come back. Leaving the Yard, Zach and the Professor on the fan 107.9. welcome back. It's 32 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. And joining us live this afternoon, Zach Fisher, Texarkana's own, who is, uh, I'll tell you what, had a pretty good uh, last couple of weeks, but in particular about uh, 10 days ago, made the cut at the British Open. Excuse me, at the Open. Can't call it that anymore. At the Open, and uh, he's joining us today. It's great to talk to you again, Zach.
0: Oh, man, thanks, Chuck. I really appreciate it. I'm glad to be on with you.
1: Do you slip up and say British Open, too?
0: Oh, I don't say it as much now after playing in it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, whenever people would ask me. Well, because people kind of get confused. You know, over here, our Open, I feel like is the U.S. Open. But, you know, after playing in it and seeing how, you know, sentimental it is towards people and it's the oldest tournament in the world, I, I try to give it as much respect as I possibly can.
1: Lifelong dream to go and play in the Open?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I, the uh, it was definitely my dream. I'd say the Masters was probably number one, um, but it was definitely second for sure. Is it
1: is it hard to get your heart rate down and not just big eye all of the history around you as you go and play at a place like uh, like where you did Liverpool?
0: Yeah, it definitely is very difficult. Uh, I, I think I was very wise in taking the uh, the corn ferry uh, week off before that. I didn't play. Colorado, which was the week before the open. And I took that week basically to go over there a little early, get used to the time change, you know, just go see all the grandstands, you know, just see everything without people there, take it all in. And that way, you know, I I would go into the week and not be just overwhelmed with all the excitement and just go into it with like a regular tournament. But it was still incredible, you know. Well, being you know, there and seeing everything,
1: you know, taking all of that in, and oh, I don't know, maybe hitting a hole in one on the on the Monday <laughs> practice round.
0: Yeah, exactly. That was incredible. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't. It couldn't. Have, the week couldn't have started off any better. I don't think. Maybe a double eagle would be the only one that we better than that. <laughs>
2: like you said, did you fly a commercial or did you hop a flight with one of the On their jets because that's a huge advantage to those guys that just hop on their jet or share one with somebody else. And uh, how did you get there?
0: Yeah, so um, we actually, so I took my whole family over there and uh, we left on Tuesday afternoon, flew to New York, spent the night there, and then flew to London on Wednesday and spent all of Thursday in London sightseeing and uh, took the train from London. To Liverpool, and then that's when my week kind of started. Was on Friday. Um, we so we we tried to travel as you know as efficiently as possible and as cheap as possible because, like you're saying, I'm not affording any private jets right now. It's just not going to happen.
2: To you or Jeff Jones?
0: I don't know. That's debatable. I don't know. I think you may challenge Grayson. You know, his his son is my caddy think so you may have to uh, you have to ask Grayson too. I think he may have been even more excited than any of us it was it was incredible. I mean just having you know all my family there, you know Jeff was there. Um, I played sub seventy and the owner actually was over there at the same time as well. One of my other sponsors was over there and they got to walk inside the ropes with me and uh, it was just it's just so much fun. all the people were incredible. the fans were so, just so knowledgeable. it's just playing a practice round in front of people it's it's weird I can tell you that it's very weird
1: now making the cut is obviously a big deal where you are in your career getting to play all four days has to be a huge uh, confidence boost even if you didn't finish the way you want to the fact you got to play all four rounds uh, talk about that for a second
0: yeah I mean everybody kind of asked me what my goals were and my 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 probably my first goal was to make the cut and then uh my overwhelming goal was to try to be within two shots of going in the final nine holes but you know even if i'd have played my best i think it would have been tough to do that because brian harman played so well yeah but uh yeah i mean i had a really good first day and making the cut i'm like you know if i could have a day like john Rahm um in the third round which he was he shot 63 and i think i shot 74 75 whatever it was and um. Like, man, if I could have just had his day, you know, I could have really made some noise. So, uh, but yeah, playing four rounds, you know, getting to walk up 18, uh, you know, in the fourth round, you know, of the Open Championship, the final round, it was, it was magical. It was really, really cool.
1: Around here, the the conditions don't change that much from morning to afternoon. Did you find they were changing dramatically there?
0: Yeah, so it was, it was crazy, uh, the first day we played in the afternoon and it was really nice, but it was very breezy, sunny and breezy. And then uh, I played so early on Friday, I think it was my tea time was like 1 o'clock Central Time. I was, I'm literally playing while everybody's sleeping, which is that's, an, that's a, a tough thing in itself to get up that early. Um, in fact, I woke up on Friday and I uh, tried to check the scores of the Rangers. And I'm pretty sure they were like in the sixth inning when I woke up, which was really weird <laughs> the day the day before us. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was uh, yeah, it just in it just I don't even know how to put it into words. You know how uh, how tough the conditions were, but um, Saturday we had a the first wind change I've ever experienced in my life, where I hit a four iron off the tee on a 450 yard hole, and it went 300 yards basically, and I had 150 into the green, and um, I look at Grace, and, and I'm like, dude, is the wind now? It's in our face. And if they wouldn't have had the flags, I would have never believed it. And so I hit four iron off the tee, and they hit five iron from, from 150 on the very next shot. So <laughs> wow. they, yeah, they would change so dramatic. It was wild.
2: Now, you've been doing this a while. You've been on the Corn Ferry and, and other tours and all. Do you get the wild factor anymore when you end up playing with a particular player or – you're on the practice, you know, tee box, and so-and-so's out there. Is there any wow factor anymore when you start hitting next to somebody of one of the more renowned golfers in the world?
0: You know, it, people have asked me that question, and, and I'm not, I just want to say I'm, I'm a journeyman. Like you were saying, I've played the Corn Ferry Tour for, you know, several years, and at this point, you know, the, the really good players who graduated from the Corn Ferry, they're they're up there as you know some of the top players in the world and so it, it definitely helped me seeing you know I played a practice on Max Homa and Abe Answer. and I mean they were on the Corn Ferry Tour in 14 15 and 16 somewhere around there and uh, so I knew them really well and then Xander Shoffley I was on the tee box he's like what's up Zach man it's great to see you and you know I'm like I didn't even know you knew me that well I've only played like one round with you so it was uh, it was wild to uh, to see these guys again and I think it just helped you know them knowing me and me knowing them it took away a little bit of the star struck the aura around them um, and so and I'm kind of turning into an old man I mean I'm I was probably <laughs> one of the upper half guys in age which is crazy to think about now the
1: uh, the 33 year old Zach Fisher joining <laughs> us he's talking about old man stuff That's <laughs>
0: Thirty-four, almost, almost 34, uh, right. thirty-four next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, happy birthday early.
0: Oh, thank you. How
1: are you liking the Corn Fairy tour,
0: uh, man? They have done an incredible job, uh, just having some you know incredible events uh, on some really really good golf courses. Uh, this time of year, it's tough with the weather to get them you know really really difficult because we're playing more in like the Midwest and so. The, the courses get pretty soft and this week we're in salt lake city where you know the air is normally really dry but we're about to get dumped on by a thunderstorm so when the golf courses get soft it you know turns into target practice you know so far from the open it's crazy where at the open you're playing away from the hole and now you're just aiming at every single pin and uh but the tournaments are awesome you know our purses are up to a million dollars now and uh so you can actually feed your family if you make the cut and uh so it's it's so much better. and It's such a blessing to be out here. Uh, my goal is definitely be on the PGA tour, but when I lost my status in 2019, um, you didn't realize how good something was until you lose it. And uh, I just want to you know cherish the fact that I'm even I even have status out here. So it's uh, it's it's really cool.
2: Now, a lot of people have been very anti-LIV. Did the LIV is that what kind of forced the purses to get a little better on the Corn Ferry?
0: Uh, I, th- I mean, maybe so. I think that it was kind of in the works before that those talks even came into play because um, I don't know exactly when the LIV was announced, but after COVID, they announced the purses were going to go to 750000 which was what they were last year, and then this year they were going up to a million, and maybe they had inside information on that, but I think that it's... It, for us it's just basically just to make it to where if you finish, you know, seventy five and you retain your status the following year, you're gonna you're gonna make enough to cover your expenses and, and be able to feed your family and and I think they've done a really, really good job of that. And uh Alex Baldwin, our president, she's very knowledgeable and it feels like now we're not as much in the dark. You know, if I ask her a question, she'll just give me a direct answer. And uh so it just feels it just feels more it doesn't feel as like they're talking behind their back as much. It feels like they're, you know, being very forthcoming with information, which is is very encouraging.
1: Zach Fisher joining us this afternoon. How, how would you grade your year so far on the Corn Ferry? You, you've you've missed a cut a few
0: times, but it looks like your scores haven't been bad. I mean, out here, if you. Hear... I think I think last week if you shot twenty under you were not even made top ten. Wow! Um, so you can play some really really good golf, but you know if you bogey a par five it's like a double. Um, so you just have to be so sharp, and the players are so good on the Corn Ferry Tour. Like you just have to play incredible to uh, to compete. You know, with you know making top tens or you know even trying to have a chance to win. And my game, I just haven't had the putts drop. They just seem to be hanging on the edge and struggle a little bit of golf swing stuff. And I feel like I'm kind of getting that cleaned up. And I think this last part of the season, I could I could really make some noise. And maybe starting tomorrow, we can have a really really good round.
1: Now, where are you guys going to be tomorrow? We're in Salt Lake City right Salt now. Salt Lake City, okay.
2: You mentioned Grayson been in your bag. He's a little younger than you, but I'm sure you've known him forever. How's that relationship work?
0: It's it's amazing. Uh so I've been working with Jeff for twenty two years and Grayson's twenty five. So you can kinda of put the math on how long I've known him. Wow. And uh yeah, I mean, basically when he got done with school, I kinda I went up to him and just asked him I was like, What are you gonna do, you know, once you're done? And he was like, I don't really know and I was like, Well you wanna come caddy for me and and uh it's been awesome. He's uh he's just so knowledgeable in golf just because he's he's also played at a pretty high level and uh he knows you know my game and if i'm a little bit off he knows you know what to to do to just kind of get me back on track he knows my tendencies now and uh we worked incredibly well together at the open and uh, i feel like he learned a lot and i learned a lot it's just a learning process right that's that the only way you can get better is the learning and uh, we're both doing it at the same time
1: any more pga events this year or are you going to be uh, waiting until next year
0: so that's a complicated question so you know their season ends this week um for this year but it kind of doesn't because they're going to have the fedex cup playoffs next week or starting next week or whenever it is and but then they have this weird fall series and they're going to have monday qualifiers for that so i may try some of those monday qualifiers um i haven't really even thought about it but our season doesn't end until october so i'm pretty exclusively out here until then
1: how, how, how long is your uh, uh, I say exemption, I guess, but into the British Open? How long can you continue to do that one?
0: I just had this year. Yeah, this um, I've got to go try to find another way in. I, if I would have finished, I think, top 12 or top 15 or something, I would have gotten invited back next year. But I've got to go either win the Argentina Open or you know play well in a PGA Tour event and whenever it's a qualifier. I want to figure out a way to go over there because yeah. golf is awesome over there. It's so fun.
1: Zach Fisher, I know we got to let you go. I had one last question. It actually came up this morning as I'm uh, watching SportsCenter on ESPN, and and, uh, Josh Allen was talking about the fact that uh, he thought Aaron Rodgers cheated when they played back in February, that he kind of sandbagged and ended up getting a 10 handicap. He was supposed to be a three, but he got 10 strokes instead. Did you see any of this?
0: I haven't seen any of this, but the fact that Aaron Rodgers says he's a ten already gives red flags. That okay. <laughs> <laughs> dude I think they won the was it this year he won yeah, Pebble Beach? Yes. He won that thing by like ten shots. Yeah, and that's what every um,
1: everybody was complaining about that he shouldn't have gotten yeah. ten strokes.
0: He's good. I mean, he's he's not anywhere as good as he is in football, but he's he's really good at golf. Now I don't know if I, I trust mean, him though. Uh, I know, I know. Maybe it was the darkness retreat that really, you know, changed his whole.
1: (laughs) You're not kidding. He's in the darkness now in New York. As a Packer fan, trust me, he's in the darkness right now.
0: Oh, no, you're a Packer fan? Oh, yeah.
1: It's awful. It's an awful time right now. All right, Zach.
0: It's the Jordan Love era. It's the uh, Jordan
1: Love era. I know. I'm holding my breath. I appreciate that, but I'm (laughs) holding my breath. Zach, thank you so much for coming on. Best of luck this weekend, and we love talking to you. We'll we'll get you on again when you get a chance. Okay, awesome. I'd love it. Thank you guys for having me on. You bet. You take care. We'll talk to you soon. All
0: right, sounds good. There you go, Zach
1: Fisher joining us this afternoon here on Leaving the Yard. We'll take a break. We'll come right back as uh, we move into uh, segment number three. Right. Uh, about four minutes from now. Oh, segment four, excuse me. About four minutes from now. Okay, welcome back. Nine minutes till six o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan. Uh, Kirk and company tomorrow morning.
2: Big Chop will be back in here in the morning. We got some cowboy talk to talk about. little LA talk, but a whole lot of cowboy talk these days.
1: So I got, I got one or two things. I don't want to, I mean, you guys talk about it in the morning, but somebody needs to check Micah Parsons' vision. Why is that? I don't know if he can see red.
2: Can't see red?
1: I don't think so. Why
2: is that? Did you see film from yesterday? No. They blow up the guy in the red uh, outfit that he's not supposed to hit?
1: Yeah. Low. He hit Dak low. Ugh. He blew through some offensive. I don't know who was blocking at left tackle. Obviously
2: not someone who could stop Michael Parsons. You would hope it wasn't
1: a starter because I don't think he touched Parsons, who had a clean shot at Dak and got him below the waist on the tackle. <laughs> And luckily, there was no injury to the Cowboys' starting quarterback. But, I mean.
2: Yeah, that's nonsense.
1: You kind of you fi- kind of figure out early that red's an important thing. That means you don't touch that guy. Yeah. He blew him up, and that well, was a scary. Maybe he's defensive. a Cooper Rush fan. Yeah. Maybe it's
2: his plan to. Maybe. He's one of those people. Maybe. A lot of people think that Cooper Rush is the guy. Really? Really? Oh yeah, he's got a big following.
1: Well, he may get a chance if uh, Micah Parsons takes another. You can. Luckily, they didn't have the, the uh, cameras on Mike McCarthy. I'm sure McCarthy's head about exploded. However, uh, can you make Micah run laps during practice?
2: No, I don't think. I don't he think you can either. No. No.
1: <laughs> You're trying to sign him again. Yeah, I think Jerry probably says something to him like, "Don't do that."
2: We we got football tomorrow night. Yeah, a semblance of it is Yeah, the Hall of Fame. fame? Game, yeah. yeah,
1: Jets and Browns.
2: Jets and Browns. Yeah, the sci-fi guy hadn't already chimed in on that. Tomorrow he will. He'll probably be excited. Get a cowboy put into the Hall of Fame this week. Who's going? Chuck Halley. Long overdue. About
1: time. Yeah. Long about overdue.
2: Time. outstanding outside linebacker yep. in his time.
1: Yep. He got caught up in the Steeler era however and he got caught up in
2: a anti-Cowboy whatever backlash whatever that's what it was
1: Steeler the era got it is. got caught between the Packers on one end and the Steelers yep. on the other
2: but uh, fortunately the veterans committee has been more logical than the uh, sports riders who loathe the Cowboys yeah.
1: there you go speaking of the Cowboys see the uh, the jersey sales announcement came out today who's having the most stuff sold with their image on it
2: and who's got it these days?
1: Well, Mahomes is number one. Yeah, but three Cowboys in the top nine.
2: Oh yeah. You figure Micah does really well. Micah's. I, actually, I saw like Micah in Dallas third. two days yep. ago. When yep. I was in Dallas. Yeah. a Micah jersey.
1: Yep. He's actually a fourth. He's fourth on the
2: list. Okay, I would think he's one of the stars of that league. Dak is not disliked. No,
1: Dak is a seventh.
2: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yep,
1: and then you got number nine.
2: And if you tell me that's Lamb, I'm just going to shake my head. CD Lamb, number nine. You sure nine. they don't think it's a Michael Irvinger? jersey? No, now. no. CD Lamb. Drew Pearson.
1: That 88's popular.
2: Even. Dez. Even, uh,
1: Dez. Des. Yeah, 88's the deal.
2: Yeah. You sure it doesn't have one of their names on it, there? It's
1: probably just 88, and you can put whatever you want on the back. Uh, number nine.
2: That surprises me.
1: Mahomes, one. Rogers, two. Burrow, three. we said part. A-
2: Rogers jerseys.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, these are the jet jerseys. Although Jordan Love is on the list, I it's shocking. He's right what? behind. He's right behind the Eagles' center. He's number eighteen on the list. Kelsey of the Eagles yeah. is number seventeen. You're behind an offensive lineman.
2: But you know what? You're a quarterback. How many people want a jersey that says Love.
1: My kids ask me, but I'm like, no. Don't do it.
2: Get your one that says can't, love. No,
1: I can't do it. You can't
2: love at this point?
1: I don't know yet.
2: Don't you want to be in on the I, ground? No,
1: no, no, of no, The love. No. Of well, I don't want to commit too early. And then you end up looking like it's bad love. You don't want bad love.
2: Get on the love train.
1: That's, that's, and that'll be all right, but you don't want bad love. Get on I'm the
2: love saying. train. Not
1: all love is good.
2: We know this. It's true. Some of it's toxic. I mean,
1: look at it in tennis. Love is bad. You don't wanna be that, so I'm waiting it out. Yeah, uh, if you're the Chicago Bulls, you enjoyed love. I guess. Yeah, Kyler Murray's even on this. how is that?
2: Kyler Murray's a when he's healthy
1: When he's healthy, an underachieving the, team.
2: A, ten best quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. I like Kyler Murray. Okay. When he's healthy, that dude can play.
1: I'll get one of those jerseys. They'll be on sale soon.
2: And I you know I don't care for his universities he attended. I but, understand. But I, I think that dude's a baller. All right. Whatever. Uh,
1: rules changes. The NFL's uh, playing around with a couple things. Oh,
2: really? How about the kickoff? You seen this? Uh, didn't they use one of the spring leagues yeah, to come up with think, one? Yeah, the XFL yeah. had it.
1: Yeah. Where the kicker's back where he normally kicks off at the uh, the 35. The kick return team will line up on the opposite 30 with a, with a deep guy back behind that goal line. But the kick coverage team will be just five yards away from the kick returners at the 35-yard line. Sure. So the kicker kicks it over everybody's head. Nobody can move until the ball's caught by the return guy, and then it's just a five-yard collision, yeah. not a 40-yard yeah, like collision. It's like 40-yard right.
2: blowing up each right. other right. that happens on every kickoff. That even right. ones that aren't returned, you have collisions.
1: So this is a thing the NFL yeah. is going to consider, apparently. Yeah. The other thing that's uh, looking like it's going to, uh, looks like it's going to lock in is they're going to do a automatic review on every turnover on downs that was unsuccessful. Makes sense. Like, yeah, if it's short, they're going to check it just to make sure they got the spot right on this every time.
2: Spots one of the toughest things You're for not the kidding. trying to get it right. It's tough on those wing officials. Yeah.
1: So, league's going to jump in the middle of that and make sure they get it right. Yeah. Astros won today. Tie in the West.
2: Hopefully the Rangers will go out tonight.
1: Beat up the Chi Sox.
2: Norm Hitchkiss is going to throw out the first pitch tonight. Really? He's going to throw it to Tom Greve. A lot of people don't realize you know, Norm, who recently retired from the ticket, Norm was one of the original uh, Ranger broadcasters on HSE back when the regional sports yeah. network started. He yeah. and Tom were working together on HSE back in the early days of regional sports, or regional baseball and sports broadcast. So, Norm's throwing out the first pitch tonight.
1: That'd be a cool scene tonight.
2: Yeah. He and Tom Greve. I think they're going to have to shorten the whole what distance. What are you trying to say? I don't think Norm's Norm to got a lot of left. Oh, come on. been in great up. health in recent oh, yeah, years. Yeah,
1: it's 60 feet. Even if you don't get we've seen some he, horrible You think
2: coaches. right now, if you were warmed up. Yeah. You could put it in a squatting catcher's mitt behind the plate. You don't have
1: to put it in the mitt. You just want to get it there where it's not all over the place. Do You're not trying you, to throw a strike.
2: Do you? I didn't say strike. Did I say if you're coming off the hill, do you think you could get it squatting catcher's mitt right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. You give me a week. <laughs> no, I'm saying that because I had sh- I hurt my shoulder. You know this couple, probably two years ago, I hurt my shoulder. I'm actually getting to a place I, now where I I can, I can throw rocks and balls again for the dogs.
2: That's why I'm saying. Yeah, give, give me a week to stretch it out. But if I know
1: sound. I'm going to throw, I got a week to make sure I'm
2: good there. Yes not a problem what Jeter told the president what's that can't leave it short Mr. President nation's watching (laughs) we're done
1: appreciate Zach Fisher joining us today back tomorrow Tyler Morton's going to join us 530 tomorrow coach of the Atlanta Rabbits see you then KCMC AM translated on K300DW Texarkana all sports